everyone, welcome back to episode two of Soul Sisters Speak Out podcast. Today we will be addressing mental health. I'm Anisha. I'm Anjali. I'm Charmi. So Anjali, what is your understanding of mental health? My understanding on mental health is that it's got to do with your cognitive, behavioural and emotional well-being. So um, things like um, the way we think, the way we feel and the way we behave. Um, so I guess it touches on the whole mind, body and soul element as well. Um, and obviously I always believe that our mental health also affects our physical health. Um, and you know, there are a lot of factors that affect our mental health. Um, so, you know, in terms of, you know, even our internal, you know, our bodies, our self, and also external, so our envir- environment around yeah. us, right? You know, yeah. we were talking about this earlier on, Charmy, weren't we? Yeah, we were. We were saying there's so many, there's so many different factors that can affect the way you feel and the way you think, and it really narrows down to what the person is actually going through in their life. And everyone goes through, everyone's on their own journey. So it could be anything from work stressing you out. It could be being in a toxic relationship or being in a um, going through marital problems. It could be stress from family it could be you know losing someone it could be addiction problems there's just, there's so many different so many. factors yeah. that affect the way you think and you feel and i think especially throughout the last like year i know mental health has always been an issue in general but i do feel like across social media and like now that we've got so many platforms that raise awareness towards it everyone's become more aware that they might be going through mental health problems whereas i think before it wasn't really like, it was a bit of a taboo no one really no, addressed for it sure definitely and i think it depends on like your cultural background as well because like for i mean for us being asian mental health was our never, culture is yeah you don't address it if you're oh mum, i'm depressed um okay don't worry like tomorrow you'll be fine or like i think you know, there's no there's no real conversation about what mental health is, I think, between Asian households. I mean, that's what I personally no, feel like. No, I've experienced the same. I think for, um, you know, for me, um, even whether it's at home or through, you know, other families, like yeah. families, aunties and uncles, it's like you don't... First of all, you shouldn't be talking about your emotions so much um, and sharing them with other people. Um, and secondly, if you say that, you know, I'm depressed or sad or whatever, it's like, okay, well, you know, be strong, you know, pull mm. up your socks, yeah. chin up and get on you with get over get, it. Get, get yeah, with get it. over it. Yeah. Um, you're never actually given the time to actually deal with what you're feeling. Um, and it's just, it's just, you know, fobbed off really. It's yeah. Like, it's all okay. brushed under the carpet. Exactly. Always. And you, and no really one wants addressed. to talk about it and no one ever addresses it. Um, but this is why, this is why when you get older, it all piles down from, from your childhood and, and like from growing up because well, you've never really talked about it. Well, that's the thing. There's a lot of child trauma, um, and, um, trauma even, if you're even a six-month baby, yeah, it starts really, really early, and yeah. that's all to do with your cognitive development. Yeah. Um, I've been watching and reading a lot of YouTube videos um, and child psychology, etc., and it's, it starts from when you're a child, when you're a baby, yeah. and sometimes you don't even realise it until you're in your 20s or something, yeah. and the reasons why you've been behaving in a certain way is all based on maybe what your you've experienced experience mm-hmm. in your childhood. Yeah. So, it, you know, even... It could be abuse, even yeah. uh, trauma, um, even your like things like your diet. Your yeah. diet has mm. such a big effect on your mental health, your physical health. Um, it 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 causes like little stresses. Even we're all you know we've got chemicals, we've got hormones. It all makes a difference, and it affects our bodies so much. Um, you know, day to our day to day lifestyle. It's like you know if you say, you know, if you have a routine compared to if you don't have a routine. Um, you're more likely to deal with a lot more stress yeah. because if we're talking about sleeping early or you know even drinking a lot of alcohol. There are so, so many things yeah. that we do that we don't think is causing our bodies stress. Yeah, I think it's nice that now it's become in the forefront of people's minds though. I mean, Nisha, we, we spoke about Caroline Flack, Flack not too long ago yes. and you were saying that you I were so really upset. I was really impacted by it. Yeah, you were so because upset. Because I could relate to it. Like she's having her own 
domestic relationship issues, yeah. which is, you know, a personal matter between her and her partner, yeah. which has been literally, you know, blasted, and, yeah, all, blasted over the all over the press and the media. And due to that, it affected her relationship with Love Island, presented saying that, you know, she's not going to be doing it anymore. But yeah. whether or not they cut that contract with her or not, we don't know. But she received so much of a backlash just because of that, that it then led for her to commit suicide. Yeah. And she didn't feel that she had her friends around her or family around she her. She didn't have the support. Could re- yeah, that could relate to her. And I felt really upset because I've been there. I know how it is in terms of work pressures that can lead you into a lot of things. Always worrying when you're in the forefront with press. When you're, when you're a celebrity and you're out there, you've got to deal with so much... Uh, mental abuse um, pressures people trolling you know so much hate mail and I've been through that and I know that people make so many judgments about you when they don't even know you that can lead you to having all these negative thoughts especially when the whole industry is talking about you then Mm -hmm. the press are talking about you then your family and friends are not understanding you and it's a personal domestic issue that she has every right to have with her partner but just because we've all had it we've all had you know issues in our relationships but just because she's a celebrity you just get all this backlash of hate, which she's a normal person. Yeah. When you when you remove her from being yeah. a celebrity, she is just a normal person. And it was really sad to see and I felt so upset, I cried. Yeah. When I when I read that she'd commit suicide because she was such an iconic um, celebrity presenter that it never I was loved. the same after her. I no. cried when I heard no. the news and I was just like, Well, that's really sad to know. And I think since then, like you're saying, on social media and even on the news, everyone then came out saying where were you guys to support her? You guys were... No, no one really reached out to her. No one called her. No one, you know, was trying to deal with what she was going through and being there. And it's almost like you then react a little bit too late where we can refrain and actually support one another so much more. We all have... So we many different, all feel yeah. like we have a sense of um, responsibility for those in our lives. Mm-hmm. Whether it's a friend, whether it's a family member. Um, you know, it's almost like there's a lot of people that are going through, you know, some mental health issues, um, but they don't show it, Yeah. you know, to the outside world, you know, they're showing that they're happy with their life, they're doing so well, they're successful, etc. but behind closed doors and internally, no one knows what they're going through. Yeah. And if you're not, you know, showing that person that, look, I'm here, who else do they have to go to? No one. Exactly. So they feel alone, you feel alone. But I think a lot of people that do go through these kind of, thoughts they don't want to i think a lot of it is that they don't feel like they want to bother anyone talking about it because it's such a dark place to be mentally you don't yeah a it's personal and you don't want to talk to everyone about your problems and even your nearest and dearest you don't want to tell them you don't want to tell them every single thing because naturally as human beings there's certain things that we keep to ourselves and also feeling like you're burdening them like you don't want to tell them exactly or what's you're happening. Or your failure. Or your failure. So there's a lot of pressure. It's also that, that judgmental side of it that, oh my gosh, they're going to judge me. They're yeah. not mentally stable. Yeah. They not, need help. Yeah. I you mean, know, they're we, depressed. It's almost like it's looked upon. Yeah. Everyone frowns upon when you say that you're having some mental issues or mental health issues because everyone looks down on you. And sometimes you don't even know you're going through it. Like yeah. if we talk about mental health disorders, that could stem from anything as, you know, mild kind of anxiety yeah mild depression but then it can go really it can be deep really severe and it can be really severe where it's affecting your body like you're saying it can be caused of you know it can trigger you often to lack of sleep um you know loads of different things there deep depression and it then will cause you to sometimes have these negative thoughts that you don't even know and you know sometimes they then will lead to suicidal thoughts which well, is really the, upsetting yeah, it's like you know a lot of people when you say oh anxiety it's like you know some people just ignore it like what's anxiety you know I've never had anxiety well what's that feeling when you go into for like a job interview you get that uneasiness you have that fear you know you're worried that is anxiety but that's like a mild level of anxiety then you obviously have the severe side where you can't control those feelings you can't control those emotions it might turn into you know like panic um and then also you know with depression a lot of people go through life thinking that they've never had depression, but most of them probably have. They just haven't recognised it exactly. and yeah. realised that they've people had don't it. Know yeah. When you don't feel like waking up in the morning or getting out of bed, that is being depressed. Exactly. But people just think, oh, you know, I mean, to be honest, 
most people feel like that. They won't admit it or they'll be like, oh, I was so tired this morning. I didn't feel like getting out of bed, you know, and you've had a really low day. Yeah. yeah. That oh, is oh, depression. Nice. That is depression. But you may not experience that every day. Yeah. But the severe side is some people do experience that yeah, every day. And you eat. get deeper and deeper and deeper into that depression. You don't talk. You don't eat. You don't do anything. Yeah. You don't I, feel I like think, doing anything. You feel numb. There's no feelings. Yeah. You just feel lost. Yeah. I you think what, like what a, you said was, was true to some degree. But then I think it's important to differentiate whether you're just having a bad day, a bad phase. Yeah, or of it's, or, or it's been going on for so long that it's affecting your life in so many different areas, like your relationship with your family, your relationship with your partner, your relationships with colleagues with at colleagues, work, yes. and how you're performing at work. And mm. I think also touching up on what you said as well, Anisha, you said that sometimes you don't want to feel like a failure, and a depending on what you're dealing with at work, can impact it in such a big way, like who's the the Bollywood actor Sushant, Sushant saying and everything that happened with him he committed suicide and, yeah. it's sad but then there's also like the controversy around it whether it of actually course, was, yeah. um, was suicide was a murder but still it doesn't matter because in the beginning when the whole case came out everyone was blaming all the producers and the, you know, the top and producers the in, the, in the Bollywood industry saying why did you put him through something like that you know you're at fault so I think again why did it take for his life to be gone for these issues to now be Raised, raised and yeah. be addressed of course um yeah. but that that's just one example exactly. but then there's so, you know, many. there's so many like you know with this whole um issues regarding you know systematic racism and everything that's come out at the moment regarding black lives matter and just the heavy energy everyone's been feeling across social media with everything that's happening in the world is it does impact the way you feel and it also makes you realize and open your eyes to put yourself in another person's Present, position yes. and see things from their perspective. Like, I don't know if you've seen the video regarding um, an ex, X-Factor contestant who, who was a, a black girl, forgive me, I, I don't remember her name, but she did a whole YouTube video regarding oh, how she that. experienced racism in X-Factor and yes. the way she was publicly made to feel. And, you know, in the judges', you know, in the judges eyes, how she kind of felt like, she was being attacked in a racial way and when she went back to the contestants house how she was dealt with there and she even said in the youtube video that i ran out of that house and at that point i felt like i wanted to kill myself yeah so it did impact from her work she spoke about but it it was stemming from racial abuse so there's so many different factors factors, so it's hard to really narrow down one or well that's the thing i mean so much so many people will think that oh you know um mental health issues stems from something really big yeah or something so traumatic yeah but sometimes it can be a combination of factors yeah um and it could be you know it's sort of like a domino effect yes. it starts you don't realize it until so many other things happen um but you're actually you know still affected by the first thing that's happened to you Absolutely. that affected you yeah but you don't realize yeah. it um and i think it's like, like you said something from your past exactly from when you're like in your childhood like you said earlier that can actually result in the way you behave now. Now, yeah. You're dealing with a very deeper root of where it stems Issue, from, exactly. which can be from anything to do with relationships, your relationship with your parents, your relationship with your friends growing up, your siblings, and then going into your, obviously, your career. Yeah. It can stem from something very much in your past. Yeah. Whether it be trust issues or, you know, anxiety issues or people that are just, you know... And that's the thing, at that point, those are the times where you don't think anything of it. Especially if you're, you know... I mean, I guess, especially in the sort of Asian culture where you're not supposed to talk about it, you're not allowed to talk about it or address it, Mm. you know, it's, you have to sort of put it aside, ignore it, and then later down the line, you're affected by it because something triggers it. Yeah. Once that trigger, you know, is there and it's present, you know, sometimes it might be too late. Yes. Um, Like some people don't even know they're going through it. Yeah, that's the scary thing. It's, it's hard, and I think we've all... I don't know about you, Anj, have you ever experienced any mental health problems? Um, honestly, I think probably um, going into my 20s, uh, probably mid-20s, I think, no, I haven't experienced any anxiety or depression or anything like that. And if I did, I didn't think of it like that. I just felt that I've dealt with so much stress in my life. Um, whether it's, you know, 
things at home or things through, you know, whether it's family issues or relationships or even friends, um, you know, a little racism at school um, and university, um, but not to, to the point where I thought, oh, this is really bad. And then I did go through a little bit of depression at university. Um, I ended up living on my own because the friends that I thought were my friends turned out to... Weren't really your friends. Exactly. Um, but still, I still didn't think that, you know, that was depression. I yeah. just, you know, and there were times I couldn't go to lectures. I didn't want to get out of bed. Yeah. Um, and luckily, you know, my boyfriend at the time, he was amazing. He was so supportive. He got me going back to lectures, you know, um, obviously managed to finish my, you know, my degree, etc. And then you get on with life and then you go to work, etc. But I can, I can say that I have experienced panic attacks. Um, and that was two years ago. So it was actually the year that we were doing all the renovation work for the restaurant. And for the first time in my life, I didn't even realize I was having a panic attack. Um, and it happened a couple of times that year. And I was under so much stress. It was the stress of, you know, the project was taking too long um, to finish, so we couldn't open when we wanted to open. The amount of money, I, you know, we'd invested in the project. Um, I'd never invested that much into a project mm. until, until now. Um, and it was scary. It was a really scary feeling for me because I was thinking, what if it's not successful? I was putting so much pressure on myself. And it's, it was also a case of, I need to make my parents proud. But when I don't you say, want to be a failure. When you say panic attack, just just because I want to... I wanna, I, yeah, I've, so, I've never had a panic attack. So, what happened? Like, yeah. did you say? No, you so mean... like, um, it literally, it got, it, it started off as just, I'm stressed, I'm stressed, I'm stressed, you know, and then slowly it got to the point where I wasn't sleeping, um, I wasn't eating properly, and then I'd wake up in the morning and I would feel anxious all the time. Mm. I constantly felt like I wanted to throw up. Okay. So it was building. It was building. So I would literally, I'd wake up in the morning and before even looking at my phone to see what time it was, I felt like I wanted to be sick. I felt so anxious and I couldn't tell my parents because I was like, I don't want to be a failure. I don't want to say, you well, know, I want to stop what this. we were saying. It's the whole, it's, it's part of the mentality and the upbringing. You want to be a bad. If no one's spoken to us about it, so how do we then come out and say that this is how I'm this feeling? This is what I'm feeling, yeah. And then it just got to a point when, you know, there are certain things that I was, we, I was going through personally. And then also, you know, obviously, you know, when we're working on the business, my business partner and I, like, sometimes we disagree on certain things. Yeah. You know, and that's natural. You're not always going to agree on everything. Yeah. But all these little things were adding up, up. Yeah. right? And it got to a point where I was driving to work. I was driving to the restaurant. And I had to stop. I had to park my car on the side. And I literally, I, I burst into tears. I couldn't breathe. Oh, I was wow. gasping. I literally... Okay. It almost felt as if you were trying to catch your breath. I, I literally, yeah. I had no oxygen. Wow. So I, I was, I thought at that time I'm thinking, am I dying? Honestly, because I could not breathe. You I wasn't getting any oxygen was. coming in. I was crying at the same time and I'm literally mm. like my body Heaving. is, yeah, yeah. I, my, I was shaking. I was shaking and it, and, and it lasted a really, really long time. Wow. And it didn't happen once. It happened a few times. So what did you year. do then? Because like, okay, say you're in the moment. To connect yourself you, together. Yeah, what did you do? What, how did you get your breath back? How did you did deal it just, with it? Yeah. I literally, I mean, you, I, had to, I had to try and stop myself and, and make myself breathe because it almost felt as if once I got my thoughts back and I am like, am I, I'm causing this myself. I need to stop. Yeah. Right? It's not... Nothing in this world is worth making me feel like this. So you had to, at that point, check yourself. I had to. Yeah. yeah. Definitely had to check myself and say, okay, you need to stop. Get your act together. And take yeah. control right. again. Take Yeah, exactly. Take mm. control of my thoughts. Take control of my emotions and what I'm feeling. 
if I'm feeling a certain way, I'll talk about it, whether it's to my business partner, whether it's to my parents. I made a phone call to my parents and I said, this is what I'm feeling, right? I'm scared, blah, 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 you know? And they said, look, your health is more important. We are here if you need us. We will always support you. Yeah. Don't worry. Don't even worry about mm. the money side. It's not important. Your health is important. Yeah. Right? And this was after I had the three panic attacks that year. I didn't tell them about the previous two mm. because I was too ashamed to. It's so to. good that you spoke out and you reached out to. to your family and they were there to be able to support you, which I, really, yeah, really helps. Which is... Because some people don't. Some people don't. Some people just... No. Just they brush like, it literally off, like, they deal oh, with it in their okay, own yeah. and they ignore it because they feel that they're going to be judged upon. Exactly. And people are going to look at you like, you're not well. You're, you're not sick, well. You're yeah. ill. Yeah. And that's how it's judged. And I can relate to what yeah. you're saying because I've been in a very similar situation yeah. uh, through lots of experiences. Even at a young age, mm. I also went through racial bullying at school. Yeah. Um, which was really horrible. Did you? Yeah. I know, I don't speak you, up about it. But you live in, you, you used to, I mean, you yeah. still, no, you don't anymore, but you it's used very to live multicultural, in such an Asian and multicultural yeah, area. But there was a group of, like, black students that really followed me home, divided the whole year not to speak to me because oh I just decided I didn't want to go out with one of the black boys that would follow me to my class every really? day. And yeah, he had all oh of his gosh. friends that were black girls then followed me home and once assaulted me as well. They actually actually you know made sure I was waiting outside the school gates and hit me Aww. and it was only till this the teachers were made of aware of it I didn't want to worry my parents I didn't want to be a burden even at that age yeah. thinking I don't want them to worry because then they're going to change my school or you know they're going to have all this pressure on them that it's only when the school found out what I was going through or the bullying at school because everyone was talking about it and they were following me from class to class did this happen that I started, yeah, that I started bunking off school. I would, I don't even know how I passed my GCSEs. If I'm honest with you, how long I was it struggled. It went on for two years. Two wow. years. Two years. It's I thought you didn't. You didn't tell your Jesus, parents. Didn't tell my parents until my amazing uh, history teacher, who was phenomenal, knew what I was going through, and he goes, "I am now going to have to address this." Brought me into a counselling session with him. And saw that, okay, there's a huge issue in him. And he re he was very reluctant, you know. Yeah. There is no problem. There is no issue. And all of my friends went and told our history teacher, who we were really close with, that Anisha's going through this. She's really suffering a lot. She's being followed at home. Because I live really close to my school. She's being followed home. And it was only till they started ordering clothes to my home. And all these packages started arriving under my uh, my name and my mum's like where are all these clothes deliveries coming from what? which card are you using you know because it's all addressed to my mum and they were taking I don't know how they had done fraud on my mum's using <gasps> my mum's name and our address because it was so easy that, oh that back gosh. then that all the bills started coming through so my mum was then becoming listed under credit control where she had to actually pay for these packages which she hasn't even Never ordered but because they knew where I lived they knew my name they knew my mum's name it was easy to find maybe oh on a document God. from a parent's evening or, so or something. Bad. Then my mum went to the head teacher and then that's when my mum said, right, what is going on? And then I had to tell her the whole situation. I said, I've been being bullied for two years. I haven't been going to my classes. I don't go to school. She goes, where do you go? And I said, well, I just kind of like go to the library or I go and study at my friend's house. And, you know, I was bunking off school um, because everyone knew I was going through. So I was educating myself so I'd copy all my notes from my friends and then teach myself and you know would revise with all my friends because it was more safer for me to be at home for my mental state yeah. to be going to school and then my parents came in and addressed it with a head teacher and even then it didn't stop because once I don't know if you guys know when you're you know you're seen as the grass the parents oh, have come yeah. in it actually makes the situation so much more worse, worse yes. and the then pressure. yeah and then when that happened, then he got his friends that were girls to then, you know, kind of jump with me outside school um, when I was going home one day. And my Two friends, years later. yeah, and some of my friends that were black were like, Anisha, just take it. Just take it because if you react and you go to, you know, defend yourself, you, keep doing it. you know, and I wasn't raised to ever throw a punch or hit. I was, yeah. I was always taught to defend myself by my elder cousins, but I was never ever taught to actually fight. So I just took it and it was the most upsetting thing. And then when they would follow me home, my mum would come out and would say, oh, we're going to call the police on you. You step anywhere near this road again. And that's where I saw my mum actually come out and support me. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think we actually sometimes realise if we do just go and 
lean on a little bit of help with our cousins and friends and you know our parents yeah there is so much support out there you don't need to suffer in silence i, can't I think believe you were going through it for to. two years and yes. also why didn't your school say something they should have i'm surprised that you got away with bunking yeah, so, many so, lessons. Many times. so many across lessons. two years yeah. and they should have addressed this it was their duty of yeah. care yeah. to step in so yeah. i think things like this it was horrible really and i know really it exists bad. now even today with disabilities, race, you know, other things like you don't want to go out with someone, you don't want to. There's always that sexual pressure as well within schools. You know, I've got godchildren and they all go through it and it's really sad to see. But do you know what? It's, it's made me the strong woman I am yeah, today. Yeah. If I hadn't gone through those experiences, yeah. it wouldn't have made me more determined to achieve my goals, yeah. to pass my education, to become successful. And that's when people ask me, where does your drive come from? It comes from that really sad moment in my life that still gives me goosebumps today. Well, and I don't want to get emotional, but it's so hard. And then later on in life, you know how to deal with things, because but that will always be there already. in yeah. your head yeah. and in your and heart. And those, those are like, those are the hurdles that you, exactly. you know, you're able to jump over and say, you know what? I experienced that. This, yeah. yeah. I dealt with it. And I am stronger. Exactly. Yeah. I am stronger now. Obviously, I mean, you know, the fact that you had to deal with that as a teenager. And the fact that, you know, children have to deal with these things mm. at such a young age. As it is, you know, their bodies are going through changes. You're Hormonal, experiencing different are everywhere. things. And then you yeah. have to deal with people like that. Yeah. I mean, that's 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 tough. That's really harsh. Um, but, you know, like you said, Annie, it, make, it does make you stronger. It does. Yeah. It has to make you stronger. Yeah. Because if you succumb to it, it will only it'll make you weaker and, and that's the danger. You then fall exactly. into the deep depression side. Absolutely. Um, and because I had my family, I didn't yeah. allow myself mm. and I had a good 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 friends around me. But You're there was a lot of friends that. a lot yeah. of friends turned on me as well because yeah. they didn't want to be associated because they were scared of it happening to, to them. them. So to I lost them, a lot yeah. of friends. Yeah. And so well, I they went through, your friends then. Exactly. And I wanted to end my life at that point. I was like I don't want to go to school. I don't want to my parents to go through this because it was impacting them as well. They were then scared. They were like, let's move from Wembley. We don't want to go here. Everything I was afraid of, let's change your school. Let's send you to a girls' school. You know, we shouldn't have sent you to a state school. All those questions. But with just me coming out with it, I went through it. I got through it and I just thought, you know what, it's okay. But then later on in life, when you go through other phases in yeah. your life, as you grow up, it comes back. Yeah. So... Again, then in the second stage of my life, when I was, when I left being an editor after 10 years, yeah. I had to go through a massive transition from leaving a full-time job and my bubble of all I've ever known as being an editor of a magazine, to then moving in to a house all on my own, to then having all my friends that I thought were my friends that were associates in the industry that were not really my dropped friends, yeah. completely dropped me and didn't once check in on me to see how I was. That's and sad. I was holding the whole industry together. You both know I've shared yeah. these experiences with you. And then my two best friends decided that they weren't going to be there in my life anymore either. So when I was dealing with all of that, I felt like I was that little girl when I was... 12 13 years old again going through the, going same, through thing. the same thing but just in an adult version, version now i'm an yeah. adult yeah and i also suffered from panic attacks not being able to breathe always crying um literally thinking oh my god feeling i was a rejection no one really loved me feeling like my last 10 years i was it was a fake world yeah. were they really real relationships and the most thing I think as a disorder or a symptom that I faced was I couldn't sleep at night. Mm -hmm. I would clench my fists like, and be waking up with so much anxiety, so much heat coming out of my hands mm -hmm. and wouldn't be able to sleep. I had bags. I feel like I'd aged so much yeah. just from that experience. Just, yeah. But you saw who was there for you, who wasn't there for you. And again, I got through it because I had an amazing best friend who had been through depression. He'd been through everything they that I was relate. going through that he could relay. And yeah. we became each other's kind of companions to be able Backbone. to be there for each other yeah. because he was also fighting depression. So we were two little souls literally fighting to it Aww. together. And he was my rock. He, I would not be in this world living because I went for a lot of negative thoughts and, you know, suicide, again, like we were talking about, was yeah. something that had come into my head. Yeah. On many occasions where I just thought, I want to end this life. I want to end this world. I don't want to cause any more hurt and anxiety to anyone around me. I don't want to be here yeah. anymore. People don't want me to be in this world. I don't want to be in this world because I felt I didn't have a purpose in life. Yeah. felt I wasn't loved and no one's really going to care about me, even if I go. Yeah. And then suddenly, with a click of a finger... 
I think about my mom, dad, and my brother. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah. those three people thinking afterwards, yeah. if I'm gone in this world, what's what going to happen to them? them? Yeah. They don't deserve that. They don't deserve for me to cause them that, you know, grief. depression, that grief, that anxiety, I that agree. they lost their daughter who was just in her 30s. Yeah. Who had so much going for her. We did everything to love and support her. They helped me with my property. They gave me that you know, that purpose in life and always supported me. Why am I going to be that selfish, that one moment of selfishness just to end my life when there's light at the end of the tunnel? There's so many more beautiful people there and I met you two. And I replace all those negative people with you two who are my soul sisters and that's why we're doing this today. And you guys are for me nothing but love, support, encouragement. And without getting emotional, it just means that, you know, I've... There is hope. Yeah. There is other uh, kind of solutions and options out there. Yeah. And there are people around you that will love and care for you, but speak out. Yeah. But that's really the thing. Really go it's and speak me, about yeah. your feelings. Yeah. It's moments like these that you experience when you realise who's there for you and who isn't. Yeah. And, you know, you're, whether it's two friends or five friends or even one friend, you know, you don't need to, you don't have to have loads and loads of people out there for you. But... You know, even for me along the way during my career, etc., people who I thought were friends have just slowly dropped off. And I'm thinking, but why? They did. Why? Why is that? What have I done to you? And, and it does. It, it, you make, you question yourself, like, have I done something wrong? Yeah. You're slowly losing all these friends and your circle's mm. getting you're smaller and smaller. Yeah. You're dealing with your own issues and then your work pressures and, you know, family pressures or at the time when I'm setting up this business it's like okay you know I've got family pressures on you know you need to find someone etc but at the same time if you're not able to reach out to people because all these people are dropping off it does affect Mm. you yeah who do you talk to to? yeah and you know we are scared to go to our parents but at the same time we're silly because our parents are always going to be there unconditionally. But it also right? depends. Like some people don't have their parents around. No, them. so that's, I think that's also this true. is why. I mean, we're all talking about our own personal experiences yeah, because we've been blessed to have our parents around. But then there's people that don't have their parents around, or they have their parents around, but they don't have a relationship with their parents. With their parents. Yeah. So to even though by blood they're your mum and your dad, there's no mother or father figure there. It's just like. You. They're existing yeah. as mother and daughter or as child and parent, but they don't have that relationship where they can openly go and talk, talk to them. So, mm. Do you know think, anyone who's experienced that? Yeah, I know so many people like growing up that have had to deal with that through bullying, yeah. through, like, like Anisha said, you know, they've, they've, they've gone through that struggle of you know, people not talking to you during high school and then one person says something and then all of a sudden the whole year turns against you, you yeah. and no one wants to chat to you because they feel like, I don't know, whatever the situation was, they don't want nothing to do with you. But again, it's just a phase. And again, it's important that you do have a good friend circle around you. Yeah. And this is like me personally, I haven't really experienced bullying. Um, I haven't physically gone through anything like that. But for me, my my parents have been a backbone throughout my whole life. You know, I think during my upbringing, I was very much taught to, you know, defend myself. So yeah. in that situation... Well, we know I mean, about that, Shelby. We know you defend yourself and us. No, I think, like, in that situation, I think it's really important to know... You know, like, maybe mentally you went in the right space, but some people's defence mechanism is fighting, yes. you know? Yeah. It, it's a cold world out here. You have to speak up for yourself. I think my dad always used to say to me, if something happens to you and you come home, I don't care if you've got beaten up, you better make sure you beat them up back and you come home. Don't come so home. True. With don't stars. take it. Don't take it. Give yeah, it back like and then come and then I'll be okay. But don't come home as a victim. Like make sure you stand up for yourself. And that's Absolutely. something that's always stuck with me, not just for me, but like people around me who are yeah. like close, close to me. I've always like loyalty is yeah. such a big, such a big, big thing. thing. You know, you said friends turned against you because um, they didn't want to associate themselves with you. Because I felt like I was a nobody. Yeah, because you were a nobody. But at that point, that's why your friends are so important. And, like, for me, I've been that person where I've supported my friends throughout that time. And I did not give a flying shit if anything happened (laughs) um, to me. Because I thought, 
I'm, I'm me anyway. Like, if you don't want to be in my life, that's your problem. Mm. Yeah. I know what I have to offer. Exactly. I'm a good friend. Know your worth. And I tell you now, the same people yeah. that I stuck by are my cl- what still my closest friends. And all those people that, you know, were doing all the bitchiness during high school and, you know, all that stuff, they don't even chat to each other anymore. Exactly. So it just comes yeah. to show how important your friendships and your relationships mm. are growing up and in the situation where you know they might not feel like they want to talk to their parents okay but uh, there must th- there must be someone that you can talk to if it's not someone you know personally you can seek professional help exactly. there's so many um hotlines and things like that where you know like talk to frank um, yeah. and you know there's so many i mean that's just one of them that comes to my mind but there's so many professional channels that you could yeah, go to free that you can to, call that you can call but again like i said it really depends on how you've been brought up Yes. Um, and where culturally where you where you come from mm. um yes of course your parents are going to step in like if it's got to the point where you can't even get up out of bed and exactly. go to school um and in some degrees even go to work people around you are going to notice a change in in, in your behavior yeah i mean even and though those I that have care a, will reach out yeah, yeah like yeah. even though I we know a, racial bullying yeah. at the workplace also exists yeah it does it's not just when you're at school yeah it can happen definitely in your work environment definitely but then it, it depends on how you are as a person some people are more sensitive should mm. i say yeah. than others and some people deal with it in a humorous way than others but like i said we, we're living in the uk where all different kinds of people from all different parts of the world are coexisting in, within one society of course you're going to learn so many different things about each other's cultures you know mm. it, it shapes you and your characteristics as a person growing up and also the area that you grow in as well you know some so people what? are coming from rough areas where they've all their life they've been told to defend themselves because that's what they've had to do yes you know if even if it means that they've had to physically fight you've got to be streetwise they, as we get yeah, told yeah you've, you've got, got to be, be alert streetwise. you've, you've got, got to be alert. defend yourself yeah always. exactly and i think a lot of that comes into what you were saying mm. you know i was like me personally I haven't really had any kind of like suicidal thoughts yet like touch wood but just because of i think my spirituality and how it's helped me deal with certain situations yeah. and switch off when i need to and just like you said check yourself and be in yeah. tune with yourself mm. and that like when you think about it, it you have to have a really good relationship with yourself to be able to get out of that dark space. No, definitely. because no matter who you go to for help, you, as a friend, you could come to me and say to me, um, "Charmy, I'm I'm going through some things, and I can advise you." But at the end of the day, you're gonna you, have to yeah. walk a look, walk on your own and li- either listen to what change. I'm saying yeah. or recognize that I need to change the way I'm thinking. Yeah, I need to change the way I'm feeling, and that's only gonna okay, start baby. with me. Yeah, so, so whether you turn to religion, whether you start praying more, whether you start going to 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 yoga and practicing your breathing, like you said, maybe. Well, that's yeah, that's the know. thing. I think for me, um, it was two thousand and eighteen that I felt that I turned to meditation. So I'd done a few. I had meditated every now and then because um, I used to. Whenever my friend used to come over, um, he'd like make me sit down with him and meditate. Um, but I never then. I never continued it. It was only like a session every now and then. But that year when I started having these panic attacks and severe anxiety, I I just, I could not continue like that. So I'd get up in the morning, no matter how I was feeling, even if I didn't want to get out of bed, I I got up and I did my meditation. And I would feel so much better. And it's through meditation... And it's a guided meditation, so every day I feel like I'm learning something new. And it's my own personal growth. It's like you said, I mean, you know, we can all be there for each other. Mm. But at the same time, you have to be willing to make that change. Yeah, 100%. Are you willing to accept that, are you willing to admit, okay, I'm depressed. Yeah. Or I have anxiety. That is a first step. Not many people will mm. ever admit that they are mm. actually depressed, even if it's not even severe, even if it's mild depression, right? Mm. Majority of people don't admit that they're depressed. And you need to make that first step in order to make that personal growth. That, that you know, you need to make that personal change for yourself mm-hmm. mentally and physically. Whether it's, okay, I am depressed and I need to make a change, so what am I going to do about it? For me... I turned to meditation. Mm-hmm. I turned to my physical well-being, so my fitness. You know, when you're when you're exercising, you release, you know, happy hormones. 
you're not releasing you know sadness etc it makes you feel better yeah so you need to start taking actions towards your happiness yeah self-happiness you know so whether it is meditation whether it is uh, fitness physical activity whether it's making a to-do list I'm I'm one of those who likes to write things down so yeah. I don't like typing my to-do list Same. I like to write it down yeah. so make a daily list of yeah. this is my task today yeah and it's those little wins that give you that happiness yeah ticking it off yeah. each time you've done it yeah trust me those little little tick marks can make a difference but also just to touch up so on much. that um like i've been in situations where i've kind of you know people have come to me and said they're going through something and i would maybe suggest okay you know go and work out because you know it, this all turns to, to confidence mm. you if you're not feeling confident as a person in the way you look in the way you feel yeah you're it's gonna of course affect your mental health yeah so Sometimes, you know, people think, at first I used to just say, you know, do something physical, you know, let out, like you said, like let out, but not, yoga and meditating isn't for everyone. No, like, I mean, I have, I have a lot of friends that maybe have tried it once or some that just won't be open to trying it at all. But then for them, their kind of, their kind of confidence comes from positive affirmations, you know, sometimes you don't have Which people around in your life to say to you, they might, you know... Some people are single. They don't have a partner yes. who can motivate them and support them. And some people don't even have a family yeah. around them or have a relationship. So at that point, you have to then pick up a book or educate yourself and figure out, you know, what... You need to be around positive energy. Like, you have to be around positive people. Yeah. Like, your your tribe determines your vibe. Like, if your, yes. vibe, if your tribe's vibe is off, then you're going to be off. Like, exactly. 100%. So exactly. If you're around you, positive, yeah, surround yourself who with you positive. surround yourself with. Yeah, Wake definitely. up and say, I look beautiful or I love yes, myself. And, absolutely. you know, little things like that, it doesn't even... It's little things, like you said, it's little things. Like, wake up and acknowledge who you are as a person and love yourself. Exactly. If you don't love yourself... Be comfortable not, in your own skin yeah. and love yourself. You are surround worthy. Surround yourself you are worthy. with exactly. positive people. Yeah. I know sometimes it's easier said than done because it's like, okay, you look in the mirror. I mean, like, we're not psycho. We're not going to get... I mean, it's not psycho. You're not going to get up every day and, like, chat to yourself. But you but at some works, point... and people do it. Yeah, you... you it changes your day. It does. The start not, of your day It's also... Different. It's not vanity either. It's no. not. No, so a lot of people it's think... Sanity. Oh, it's sanity. So, it's not vanity. It's sanity. Exactly, exactly. It's sanity. And it's not going to happen overnight. No, it's it not. Is, it is something that you have to you have to put in the time. Yeah. And you have to take the time also. Yeah. You know, for me I was like, is it just about my work? Yeah. Or is my health more important? Yeah. And I had to tell my I had to remind myself, the hold up a second, what are you doing, Ange? Like why are you allowing yourself to you know, you're losing your own control here. Yeah. You're losing control of your mind and your health. So you need to take a step back. And do the things that are going to bring you back to a happy state of mind. And acknowledge that you're deserving of success and everything happy. Exactly. Uh, like, you have to say to yourself that, irrespective of what's happening, I'm in control of my life. And you need to take that control Absolutely. back. If something's not working out, if a relationship's not working out for whatever reason, and you feel like you're in a stagnant position, you need to then step back and say, yeah. you know what, I'm not going to deal with this anymore. Yeah. I'm moving on. Or if a job's not working out, you say... This isn't for me. It's affecting my mental health, yeah. and you move on. And Charmy, you know? you've always been great at that. Whereas I've always been the opposite. Yeah. And you know, I've always um, struggled with letting go of things. Yeah. You because have I to. know that I can see so much potential in people or the situation. Yeah. That sometimes you just have to let go. Yeah. You have to disconnect with the people that are invading your positive yeah. energy. Yes. And don't be afraid of letting people yeah. go. I was very afraid of letting people go, and now I've come to overcome that. Mm -hmm. And literally, like yourself. Um, Anjali, I've learned to meditate, yeah. and meditation yeah. is where I find my peace of mind, yes. body, and soul. Yeah. Yeah. Literally, it's my inner peace. Um, you know, the best gift I think my cousin sister could have given me was going to an art of living meditation course, which oh, is called a happiness lovely. course. Yeah, which is with um, Sri, Sri Ravi Shankar, yeah. who you do the meditation with. It's all about breathing. Yeah, breathing, just learning the techniques of breathing, which we know Deepak Chopra and Oprah, yeah. and all of these guys have been doing. Yeah, and during these three months, we've also been able to, you know, manifest it so much more into our day to day lives because we've had time. But you've got to make the time, as you said. 
I do it once a week. I don't even have time to do it every day, which I want to start implementing. Yeah. But just doing it once a week, it sets my week. It yeah. sets my goals. Um, and then you just become more perseverant. You become strong. You become positive. confident. And positive. Yeah. And then you just think, I'm setting my goals. This is exactly what I want to do. Yeah. And it sets you up for that whole week. Yeah. And it changes your attitudes towards everything. everything. So meditation, breathing, yoga, fitness, everything that you guys have addressed is definitely there's lots of courses out there there's free supports out there on youtube there's lots of help um, of helplines as well that you guys can get but just you know guys just make your mental health a priority you will smile again just as you said it's about just accepting that you yeah. if you are going through something yeah talk to someone can I just touch up Anybody. on that as well? Because I think reading is a big part of oh, this as huge. well. Yeah, I was and just going to say the same thing. Like, I'm in my 20s. Mm. I used to love reading when I was growing up. I used to read a lot of books. Mm. But then when I hit towards, like, my teen years, just because of the way school was set up, I, I hated it. Like, yes. having to read for English literature and language language <laughs> so was already draining me enough yeah. that it just killed my You're whole vibe to go into a library and read. Like, I mm. could not give a shit yes. about anything else yeah, I was like no, you know what I'm not that. bothered I, d I don't want to open a book right now yeah, yeah. but then you know what you realise like you said throughout your life and things that you see and your environment and growing up that you have to keep on educating yourself because sometimes you might be that person that will motivate other people to do the same mm. you know you might not if, if you if you don't have someone around you that is giving you that guidance that is giving you that motivation you have to take that responsibility and say to yourself, as a leader, I'm going to do it and yes. I'm going to help people. Exactly. You know, if, yeah. if no one can heal me, I'm going to heal myself and I'm yes. going to help people. Yeah. You, know? you have to lead by example. You have to lead by example. And yes. I mean, we, we will be sharing some key books on our, on our social media that I think we've all read um on the top of my mind you know the um, the alchemist and yes. um rich dad poor rich dad poor dad yes there's so many the 5am club there's so the, many different the power of now yep. the secret yeah the secret and the law of attraction yep. and manifestation yeah which is a whole other topic yep. that we'll be going into in one of our other episodes yeah just about you know what how you the positive attitude yep. can change in how you manifest your attitude towards life and lots of different platforms as well that we'll be sharing that can help you if you are suffering with anything and like you said if there's people that you can't talk to yeah there's lots of other charities and organizations that will be able to help yeah and don't ever sharing. feel like you know you know mental health disorders or issues are something to be ashamed, ashamed of. of no you, know, you not. are not alone you'll be surprised with the amount of people i'm sure that we have you know touched and reached a lot of people through this um through this episode because there's a lot of people out there who feel these things but don't necessarily talk about them and um you know we just want to let you know that you are not alone um and you know also think of it you know in terms of your you know people around you etc your mental health look at it as sort of like a mental a diet you know so as charmy said um, reading is so important. You know, things that you read and things that you watch have an effect on your mental health. 100%. Um, yeah. You know, and it affects how you think. Mm. Um, and social media has uh, has a positive, can have some positive um, yeah. factors, also but also negative. So, yes. you know, think about, you know, who you follow and who you're spending time with. So if your goal is to be healthier and to have a healthier mindset, Remove the junk from your mental diet, okay? Mm. Remove the, the people who are not there for you. Remove the people who don't care about you and those that are, you know, bringing these negative vibes into your life and surround yourself with those who are going to be your support system because, you know, you shouldn't be alone when you're experiencing this. Um, you know, there are, like we said, there are organizations out there, you know, seek help, whether it's a therapist, a psychiatrist, um, and... You know, we're all in this together. So, um, you know, I think I think we've touched on a lot of yeah, emotions and of, experiences today. Can I just say one thing yeah. as well? You know, mm. with the social media, if you feel like mm. it's getting too much or too heavy, especially this year, you know everything that's been going on with 
the whole Black Lives Matter movement and just not just with that but I think there's a lot of things you know with like we said Caroline Flack when she yes. when she committed suicide like it, all these things were becoming in the forefront of discussions across social media so mm. it was a quite a heavy place to wake up and you open your phone naturally that's all you're going to see and all you're going to read if you need to take a break just deactivate your account yes yeah. and just take a break yeah. have a like, detox have a break yeah. from social media detox yes. yourself you don't, don't and it. please you know this is something that we're all guilty of you wake up in the morning you straight away scroll on social media and you can see something really negative and upsetting on there and that is how your day will go because that it's left you with that emotion yes. or that energy yes also at night you know, we all, we again, we all do it. Try not to, <laughs> yeah. you know, scroll through your social media. I know I do it. It's hard. Um, you know, try and watch something and fall asleep. Something, some positivity. You know, there's lots of like, um, you know, Angie was saying calm, lots of meditation, you know, headspace that you can use to actually help you with your sleep anxiety. Headspace is really good. And just always yeah, remember, it. it's okay not to be okay you will smile again you will heal and i know lots of people that i've helped through even just deeper things like reiki and you know crystal healing and yoga that's helped them to actually unblock all these chakras in their life um and all these energies and you know just just seeking loads of things you will find what works for you and i know a friend who was very heavily depressed that you know did reiki and recommended it to anjali and charmy yes i I did reiki and it helped me actually for the first time, whether you're seeing a therapist, counselling, or you're going to someone spiritual, therapy and you know Reiki helped me actually to unblock my chakras and actually talk to someone mm. about all the issues that were really deep within inside me yeah. and what was triggering off all those other things about trust, yes. relationships, why can't I feel, why can't I get close, yeah. all these emotions. So you know there's lots of options out there. We'll be giving you lots of tips and advice as yeah. well um, on our social media. Yeah, we will. And again, you know, if you need to seek counselling or you need to go to therapy. There's so many different ways you could reach out online and and do it yourself. But uh, I think we pretty much kind of touched up on so many different avenues that that you can seek help and, you know, just overall discussed the the concept of of mental health. But we'll be definitely coming back for some more discussions um, in the next few episodes across different topics. But yeah, thank you for listening to us today and keep posted on our socials. We'll be addressing a lot of the things that we've discussed um, in this podcast across our Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and things like that. So please, please like, comment, share, follow, subscribe, all of that jazz. And we'll be back for episode three.